you have officially been invaded. Welcome to Pitch Invasion, another episode where we look back at what has happened and forward into what is going to be happening in the world of football. My name is Dwazi Zibubu. Hola Makwaza, back for another installment. And all the way from that great finish at Anfield, Emeka Enyadike. Oh my God. <laughs> great escape. Divok. Origi, there's from a the man that I thought I would Long, never speak about again. From the shadows. Long live the king. We've always had King Kenny Douglas. There's, <laughs> a, new, there's a new king. King Origi. King Origi. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what, what happened to King Salah? No. Pharaoh Salah. No. What happened to him? <laughs> Pharaoh Salah. There's, there's the only man one, who nearly became president of Egypt. There's only one king now. Origi. <laughs> king Origi. Watch him not play for another year again. Yeah, that's Watch it. him not He's play done. for another. Not even calling cup. Like, that's it reminds it. me of uh, who scored that, that winning goal for Portugal in the Euros. Yeah, I think it was Ede. 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 exactly. Ede. <laughs> but uh, before we touch on uh, the uh, Premier League, we're going to touch on uh, what has been a very big tournament and a very big talking point within the African continent over the past uh, three weeks or so, and that is the uh, Africa Women Cup of Nations. And we've got a champion in the house. Thank you very much. No, no, it's not you. It's not you. Right? He was figuratively speaking. The Super Falcons are champions, but it's not you. Well, since since, since he took since he took the the, the I warned you guys. <laughs> you warned us that we'd lose on penalties. I, I said from the onset that beating the Falcons in the opening game was a bad idea. Yeah. You should have saved it for the final. Yes, as exactly. if we knew you guys were going to get there. exactly when you beat the Falcons. We were going to get there. We didn't know about one in Nigeria. No. <laughs> No, but, uh, you know, we have to uh, give congratulations where, where it's due. And uh, yet another title for Nigeria now. And, I mean, it, it's futile to it's even count. It's nine titles now. I mean, it's... it's That's ridiculous. It's just, it is. I mean, it's someone, absolutely ridiculous. I saw a tweet yesterday where someone said, um, I think Nigeria should just be excused from the next um, <laughs> championship and then give them, like, honorary, honorary champions or something yeah. and then let... Maybe things. like an honorary qualification spot to the World Cup. Yes, know? and let others just take them battle, out of the battle for the. Uh, but I mean, on the field, what did you think of Nigeria's performance? No, I thought, look, um, in that game, it was a much better performance by Nigeria, mm. uh, you know, compared to the first um, game where they lost to to Banyana. And I thought Banyana stood up to them mm. really, really well. In fact, I think that there were, there were moments where if Banyana, you know, this is where experience comes in mm. in there, where they, they, they had opportunities where they could have. Uh, scored one of the best chances of the game fell to Catlana, who you'd expect yeah, will put it away. And uh, when you don't do that against the Falcons, the thing with them is they've, they've got so much experience at this level that you know they're very relaxed mm. when they play in that finals and they just try and soak, soak, soak until I didn't think that game would go into, into penalties, but it seemed like a very, very cagey um, setup yeah. uh, for the most part. And then it went into extra time, and it was obvious that. You know, both sides didn't want to give away too much, and and so I wasn't surprised that it went into into extra time. But through the course of the 90 minutes, I thought it was a very open game. Yeah. Um, I thought both sides did well, and for me, I think uh, Banyana Banyana. You know, uh, you know they were the one the African team of the year a few years ago. And everyone was saying, "Oh no, how good were they?" But you know, the, it shows one thing here that when you prepare, uh, which which is what they've done. They mm. played Kosafa Cup. They won the Kosafa Cup. They've been playing friendly matches against top teams. Um, it has taken their game to a, to a whole new level yeah. where I think that, you know, losing on penalty doesn't make them the second best team on the continent. Mm-hmm. Actually, makes them, you know, potentially, you know, the joint best team on the continent because, you know, they, they didn't lose any game uh, 
during the tournament, mm, and even you know defensively they they, they, didn't, they also didn't concede and I mean, too I, much. I actually wanted to talk about that, but you know both teams seem like very well coached, well drilled outfits, and you know. I think it's probably something we expect from Nigeria. As far as South Africa is concerned, they've they've done such a fantastic job. And yes, despite the the, the disappointment of defeat in the final polar, there's so many strides that have been made by Banyana Banyana. Look, they've broken down some walls as yeah. well. I mean, to take the Super Falcons two games yeah. to them not to score mm. with Asisat on the field, that is you know incredible. And um, the other thing you also have to factor in is that uh, what a, a performance by Desiree Ellis. Yeah, right. Because Absolutely. now. You know, you look at women's football as a whole. You know, there are a lot of men coaches, you know, coaching women's teams. Yeah. And you look at Desiree Ellis now, you know, and you start thinking to yourself, man, there's clearly a, a tactician on hand here. And now I, I, I want to just break it to a broader picture now, you know. Maybe it's about time some men's teams start considering maybe a, a, a female coach, coach somewhere. Ah, because, I mean, I look at Desiree Ellis mm-hmm. and... You know, the short time that she's had, she's turned around this team and, you know, they've gone to the final. And, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say, oh, she's beaten some teams managed no, by I men saw, and I take saw, it like I, that. Look, but I, I saw my point is coach, I, good boys. I saw her coach boys yeah. in Cape Town. She's, Desiree Ellis is not just, um, you know, a female coach. She's a very she's a coach. She's a damn she's good a coach. coach. Period. Period. Damn good coach. She's a coach. Same with Simpi with yeah. with Lulu. Mm. I mean, they, these, those, these ladies have raised the bar. And there's a, there's a lot more of them coming through yeah. through through the ranks, and I think that you know if we want to be realistic, we've got female referees in 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 the men's game. Mm-hmm. We saw one yesterday um, in the Premier Premier League game. They, I mean, they should what be stopping. There shouldn't be any barriers. Exactly. If, if there's an opportunity to give from... them, but but I think that you know for for the for, for purposes of, purposes of the Falcon, uh, sorry the uh, Banyana development, I think that that you know maybe not even winning the the title will spur them to. To him, yeah. um, you know, to, to maintain a certain level of consistency mm. going into not just the world, the World Cup, but also the next um, African title. Because one thing I know about the Falcons, they will go to sleep. You know what? The other thing that it does, what Banyana does, it puts Safa on notice in this regard. That guys, um, you know, I don't know how much time Desiree Ellis has had to prepare the team in terms of scouting and getting players. Yeah. But guys, there's something to work with here, right? Uplift the structures of women's football mm. in our countries. Let's get them on a professional level, or at least on a level where you can pay yeah. them to be, you know, focused on football. Let's get more of them overseas. So this Bafana getting to the final was a bigger victory. Banyana than than, I said Banyana. Right? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Don't say that. Okay, I don't know why they're in my mind. This victory, Banyana getting to the AFCON was a victory, you know, bigger than just even if they'd won it. Yeah. Right. The bigger victories that you know, like I said, there are barriers that have been broken. It puts off a notice, and I think you know maybe it's about time we start paying attention to Bafana on to Banyana on that level that we do with Bafana. I said it, I think, a week ago where in the USA they had that same issue with yeah. the US men's yeah. and the US women's and they're yeah. saying you know we put all this money in infrastructure in the men's team but they're not world champions they're not world beaters in fact, in fact, and in, in, I look at the in, women's team when was the last time Bafana you know won a, a trophy of real significance never mind the, the Kosafa or, or anything but I mean even team of the year anything to that level so Bafana have gone from team of the year to AFCON finalists holding Nigeria they, to they went to the, in two games you're forgetting that they went to the Olympics in 2012 Falcons mm. were not there the one thing that yes. Banyana has done um, you know Kowabun does like he did for this in the US mm. for instance and Canada mm. there's, there's more scholarships for girls yeah. um, playing in in, in, yes. in in the college circuit I think that what he's going to do here is if if 
some sponsors will follow the example of Sasol and a few of the brands have supported them. Maybe put some money into the, the women's league. You'll have more and more girls aspiring to say... Speak, I mean, speaking, about the money, speaking about the money, the, the pay scale between the, the men's and the women's at national level is... Farcical. Guys, it's it criminal. Really it's it criminal. Really There's no other way yeah. to put it. It's criminal. Look, I, I, I don't know what's this justification of, you know, the men's side is more harder than the women's side. To me, it's it's either end of the spectrum in terms of your respective, you know, league. I, I, I don't get, to me, it's, it would be like saying, you know, the American driving system of the left-hand side is more difficult than the right-hand side of, uh, you know, the UK. It's not that simple. Is, do you know what I mean? Yes, if you're right-hand, you know, um, and you drive on the left-hand side, that's going to be difficult. We, we, drive so, on that, we drive on that side in Nigeria. Exactly. It's more difficult. No, it's not, right? <laughs> so people make it seem like it's that sort of an argument. Where I see it as it's just driving. Yeah. If you're comfortable driving on the right-hand side, you'll be comfortable and so forth. Come, so drive, with come, the drive, come, the come drive in Lagos, my what? friend. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the women's game, comments. where I feel with the women's game, you cannot say that, oh, it's easier or, you know, it's not as tough as the men. They play the exact same minutes. They play the exact same pitch dimensions. Mm. They play with the exact same size balls. There's no such thing as the women's game is easier. So I don't know where the justification yeah. to pay them almost less. 10 times less. But it's the same thing with, with, the, with, with, with the Falcons and the Super Eagles. Although, you know, in, in this um, championship, they, they got even more. And they got offered from $5,000 to win the final, they got offered 10,000. I'll give you an example. Tennis had yeah. that issue, yeah. right? And the argument that the men's game made was that, in fine, in our Grand Slams, we play an extra set, right? That was the argument. But now, with the women's game, there's no, you know, the men don't play oh, yeah, an extra 20 minutes. They don't play an extra game. It's the exact same thing. So why are they paid less? It's a battle that, that, that the women's tennis, uh, they fought for a long time. Also, the golfers. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, eventually, it's going to come true. With, with, with women's football and men's football in Africa, a lot of it has to do with how much money is, is coming to the, the game by way of sponsorship. With the men, mm. there's a lot more money coming through. I mean, imagine how much money comes into the PSL. And, but, and virtually very little to, with to the women's league. With sponsorship, it, it, does the money come into the FA and is allocated by the sponsors to say, this is for the men, this the, is for no, women? But, that, but that's, what it's or, meant, that's what it's meant for. Mm. If you look at overall picture, you, you still find that it's money from the men's game funding funding the women's, the women's um, ah, game. Yeah. Which is why I said earlier that, you know, achieving what they've done now opens the, 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 the room for some yeah. serious sponsors to say, and, and there's lots of brands that, that appeal to women to say, look, maybe we should be aligning with this with yeah. this brand more than we're aligning with some other property. Because I, mm. I, think, I think what Mayana has achieved is, it's. I mean, it puts them right up there mm. amongst the best women's sports team overall in the world. I mean, they're in the World Cups. Yeah, they're in the World Cups. They're up there with the best teams in so the world. It's, it's, and they, I mean, the, the girls are they. they I mean, the, the, the passion that they bring to the to the game. Yeah. You know, singing, dancing, the way they celebrate the goals. You know, the other thing is, I mean, the ability yeah. is there. You know I mean, mm. if you watch those girls play, the ability is there. We're not talking about, you know. Uh, you know, play that just looks maybe uh, a bit too slow, a bit, no, you play, know, it doesn't look comfortable. They play like a well-coached The, the ability yeah. is there. The girls can play. Yeah. So I think there is an opportunity also as a community to say, guys, listen, um, we have a team here on our hands that can represent us. Guys, the last World Cup <laughs> appearance by any senior national team football was in 2002. That's a mere 16 years ago. Yeah, that okay, is... that is a very long time ago. We well, have one, one going one, one that next we qualified year. for. Yes, one that we qualified yeah. for, right? Yeah.
want to be qualified for, <laughs> right? So here's an opportunity as a country to galvanize behind Bafana. Churches, extra kitty on Sunday, right? In the offering <laughs> for Bafana sponsorship, right? We can get churches to fill 90,000. Sorry, for Banyana. We can get 90,000, right? To, for, for churches to congregate at Soccer City. Now we're asking churches every Sunday on the offering, a special bag. On the side for bananas, they must bring pay, the, you must know, bring, for the World they, Cup they, in France. Springbok blazers. Please, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come through. No, but you know, a, a very fair point that you, uh, you know, both of you guys are making. And, you know, I, I wanted to touch on, I was listening to um, um, at the commentary, I think in the semifinals. Uh, Nigeria played, was it Cameroon in the semifinals? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, the, 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 the commentator was talking about how many players within, you know, both uh, starting lineups, you know, apply their trade overseas. And I started to think about Banyana and the growing number of players that we are seeing, you know, from South Africa going overseas and playing over there, which is a fantastic sign you as know, well. It, it, fantastic I, sign I actually want to do my numbers and I want to compare it to the men's national team. Yeah, do that. I, I want to do my numbers. Because <laughs> when I remember that. the last game that when we played Nigeria, mm. what it was Mutiba, Persidao, Serrero, Lovu. Who else? Is that, is that, no, one, no one at the back. Our, our, right? our back no one at all, the back. Not our local. goalkeeper. Our I'm, midfield. No, that was it. I Adrian think that was it. Yeah. I think Serrero, so Vukdao, and Mutiba. I think that was four. Yeah. And I think in Manana, there's like six. Yeah. I think there's like six. Uh, six I mean, or seven. How, how many Falcons play in Nigeria? Right? None. They were very few. Right? I think it was, was, a goal, few, was not few. just a goalkeeper. No, there, there, there were very few. There were very few of them in that team. You know, yes, like I said, you know, this opens up even more and more. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. once they go to the World Cup, the few that are still left in South Africa will, will be scattered mm-hmm. because yeah. World Cup is yeah. in France. Yeah. And, that, and that's, oh, that's you know, a, a breeding ground. All of the clubs yeah. in, in, in Northern Europe will, will convert because mm-hmm. women's football is quite big. In, you can imagine already France. how many. It's, in, quite big it's big in France, it's big in, in, yeah. in, in Germany and all the Scandinavia. So they'll all come. You can imagine come already how many, yeah. how many scouts have, have got some eyes on one or two or, you know, a handful of those Banyana players as well. So it can only mean great things for Banyana. And once again, congratulations to Desiree Ellis. Congratulations to Banyana. Congratulations to, to Janine Van Veek, who at this, you know, late age of her career, yeah. she's going to the World Cup for the first time. And uh, I think she's been one of the, the, the most vocal people, but just how proud she is, uh, you know, and I, and I of her that, players just, as well. Just one more thing to add here. You know, if you look at the fact that Banyana played against Nigeria mm. um, twice. Uh, Bafana Bafana played against Nigeria twice in recent times. Yeah. And South Africa hasn't lost any of those games. You know, it says something positive because... I think it says Nigeria. Signing. No, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not. It just says that, you know, that, that fear that South Africa used to have for Nigeria mm. is somehow being... Yeah. Being eroded, and that will help them in the, in the long run. Because at the end of the day, I, I think that if both South African um, Bafana Bafana and Bayana Bayana, the only teams that they actually used to fear, because Nigeria, I see South Africa play against Ivory Coast or Cameroon or whatever. They never afraid. They never afraid. I, I hope that fear, you know, you know, carries on until but, March when we. But you see, you know, the problem Libya is away. the problem is with with and well, I guess maybe on the main side, we've never had a balanced outlook uh, in terms of our football. So we might stop fearing Nigeria. 
but it means we'll continue to underestimate the Seychelles and all those teams. That's what you do. And exact, that's yeah. exactly what we do. So it doesn't help if you stop fearing Nigeria or Ghana or Ahavri Coast if you're going to go to Mauritania and be beaten 3-0 having not seen or having not watched any videos in a World Cup qualifier. Do you understand what I mean? So it doesn't really help from our men's side anyway. What we've seen from our women is that even if they're playing Equatorial Guinea who are getting thumped, they will continue to thump them as well. So there's, that's another lesson maybe that... Uh, our dear men's team can take into what, of course, is going to be an absolutely immense game of football. And the, and the reception at the airport was just phenomenal. It, it was. It, it really was, was. It was huge. I mean, I, I, last time I saw that was when Bafana Bafana didn't win anything. They won some some funny trophy in, in funny Hong Kong trophy. or somewhere. <laughs> and then they got hammered. They got they got beat at the World Cup in Korea, but they came back to a huge reception with that trophy. I, I, I still remember looking at it. I, wanted, like, I remember that. I remember the trophy. Who was, what are they celebrating? George Komotarakis. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, what are they I remember that trophy. You know, I haven't seen that kind of celebration, you know, <laughs> but I thought they totally deserved the, the welcome yeah. that, they, that they got. And that will inspire them, mm. you know, to, to say, look, hey, if we go to the World Cup and do it, we might, yeah. we might get even more. But, well, we, we certainly yeah. do look forward to them, uh, you know, uh, putting in some good performances at the World Cup. Nigeria also there, as are Cameroon, who overcame Mali in the third and fourth place playoff. But speaking of Bafana Bafana, they might not need Imika to qualify for FCON 2019. Yes, if um, all of the talk we had over the weekend about um, South Africa possibly... Doing what we do best. Yeah, hosting the, the, the next AFCON. <laughs> um, we first, first was the drama of, of CAF deciding Cameroon was, wasn't going to yeah. um, host. And then saying uh, we're opening up for the next one month, forget people to, 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 to take it. Let's start, let's start with the, the, the whole Cameroon situation. They've had a number of months, more than a year, to try and get their house in order. Not months, yeah, but they've had years. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the last two and a half years. To yeah. try and get their house in order. Really disappointing that they haven't been able to do that. I think it's it's, it's an African problem, which mm. which is, and, and I, I've always had this argument that, you know, the, the hosting of Africa, CAF needs to give countries 10 years. Mm. Because in Africa, um, sometimes the decision to, to bid and the decision of what gets built for the game sometimes is, is usually ego trips or vanity pro projects mm. by dictators or whoever is yeah. the president. Because at the end of the day, you want to ask, why, why, is, why is it easy for, for everyone to, to think that South Africa can host it? It's because South Africa has got infrastructure. They've got, if South Africa wants to host today, they don't have to build anything. Yeah. They, it's just plug and play if they can find the money to organize. Plug and play. And, and, uh, yeah, but, but with some of these countries, they want to build Bogor stadiums. And sometimes they don't even have the, the resources for I, it. I think the other thing, Amika, is that um, carefuls have to take the temperature of those countries. Do you know what I mean? Find out the political situation and the political climate. Uh, you know what I mean? It would be the equivalent of saying, okay, let's host AFCON in the DRC in December. You can't. The elections, right? So you would have had to have done your homework to find out that, okay, we can't do that at this particular time. So to ask Cameroon to host the World Cup when the elections are, I think they had elections or they come Yeah, but Cameroon... Cameroon and, and there's Cameroon's political... Cameroon's elections. Cameroon's elections usually... It's a um, the guy's been there for like thirty something yeah, but years. It, 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 always, I'm saying? it has a predictable result. Usually. Exactly. So well, that's what I'm saying is that Kev should have seen the temperature of that country years before yeah. then to say, listen, right, this might not be a good idea because looking at it now, you know, the current president has been there for an X amount of years, the elections are around the corner, yeah. so who knows what could happen. No. Was that a no. great idea? No, let, let me tell you, the, the, the decision by CAF to award the hosting rights to Cameroon, mm. um, Ivory Coast and Guinea 
in that order for 2019, 2021, and 2023. It wasn't based on any, any uh, parameters that we know, mm. you know, FIFA, IOC, or any of the serious uh, uh, big tournaments and apply. In, uh, in Africa, it's, 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 just, it's just like, okay, um, it's I had to some Cameroon. I have, I have to try and hand over to, to, to my country yeah. to host before I, I leave. That's a point that uh, the Kosafa president mentioned yes. as well, you know, uh, in, in I think maybe a year or two ago about, you know, trying to, to work out exactly how this whole... Uh, you know, the bidding rights are, are allocated and all that stuff. He did mention that. Um, uh, I think he's, he's a Zimbabwe FA president yes, as well. Yes, he's younger. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, that it, it just doesn't make sense. It no, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, even Botswana even mm. more equipped, right? Right now than Rwanda. Mm. Rwanda hosted Chan in 2016. I was there. Mm. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, that could have been AFCON. Yeah. And what I love about Rwanda is that they, they understand tourism. That's why they, they've got... They paid and ha- they have their name on, 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 Rwanda on, on, on the Arsenal shirt. Yeah. But with Rwanda, they host they host a lot of conferences. So they've invested in hotels. They've invested in they've, go to the airport. It's not yeah. bogus, but it's functional. Their systems work. Mm. Um, they've got an efficient look in the local transport system. I mean, the Afcon in in Gabon twice. Mm. One of the venues you had to to fly in there. You what couldn't go that? by road or whatever. It's so, just remarkable. So, so what has happened? Um, with, with with this Afcon, it's become like okay, let's try and find. And, you know, something that I made, a point that I made a few years ago was simply how all of the Afcons were awarded to oil producing countries. That for me was a red flag, because at the end of the mm. day, it's almost like okay, they do, uh, you know, Angola, Equatorial Guinea, Equatorial Guinea, Gabon, <laughs> Gabon, you know, like that, and then eventually Cameroon. Those countries could afford to build bogus stadiums overnight. But then, you know, from a, if you do if you do the, the maths in terms of uh, how many people came in and all of that, they even gave to Libya before the war. Yes. Uh, men that South Africa had to swap swap with them. So if you look at, you know, if you look at all of these hosting, uh, uh, you know, parameters, what informs the reason why today the IOC is struggling to find who will host is because Brazil and uh, with Rio and then Greece with Athens not too long ago. You know, they almost went bankrupt. Yeah. The cities up with with, and, with hosting. And you look at you look at yeah. pictures of all those arenas that they use for exactly. the Olympics. Exactly. What, some what the, has happened? Nothing is happening. Some of the stadiums there that look so One of them, one They're of them is one, one of them is turned into a bus station. Yeah. So the, the point at the end of the day is, you know, with South Africa, there are still a few of the stadiums that don't get utilized a lot. Yeah. But you look at the infrastructure, the how train, for instance. Mm. You know, was not necessarily built for the World Cup, but the World Cup made it. F- come to life Pushed faster yeah. but now Pushed you see how much it works for not just the city but, but the entire Amika, province mm-hmm. this is why i'm saying is that you know kef also need to have a a look at the you know what's happening in that country before you just award yeah. and that's why I was, I was also surprised when you know safa was so quick to say hey, guys maybe we should consider is that guys first of all we've got look shady right that is a major problem okay it might seem like a joke but it's a major problem right so i don't know how we are going to host an extra a hundred thousand plus yeah. people on a more grids where electricity will but be you needed. Must, and so you forth. must understand that so during I don't understand. Afghan is going to happen in June, mm. and that is when South Africa. Uh, we need electricity. No, the most. no, no, no. But also, South Africa tourism uh, projections at that time usually low because it's very cold. People don't come. Yeah. Uh, this will bring a lot of people to South Africa. You're not doing. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that that the, the, this whole, you know, yes, let's 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 have it. It's, you know, it's it's an economics. Uh, uh, you know, decision yeah. which I think 
works for South Africa because what are they going to build for Afcon? Nothing. Like, let's, let's listen this way. If it wasn't South Africa, who was it going to be? Morocco. Look, uh, Morocco's right there. Because this, this after they, right? they, they decide, oh, uh, so Ebola's fine now. We're right. we fine. We are not oh, sick anymore. Well, I don't want Morocco, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, not just because of no, the Ebola. Not, not, not because anymore. of the Ebola thing, but because of how much they have politically influenced yeah. everything with this new calf. Yeah. I, I think that giving it to them And they've be, abstained a few things. No, no, no. no they, they, what they've done is... is they supported this this new executive all through. They've been hosting everything, calf. Mm. So, <coughs> sorry, it will look like, you know, they instigated the the, the decision to withdraw yeah. from Cameroon because this has been they've been accused of this for for a while. For a while yeah. So I think calf needs to find a, find a neutral party. And at the end of the day, look, I don't look. The fact that I I have affinity to South Africa doesn't mean that. It has to come here. The issue at the end of the day is it has to go to a country that's got facilities. Yeah. Um, Egypt, um, Morocco, Tunisia, they Nigeria. Can all, they can all hold. Even Nigeria has yeah. as well. Um, uh, you know, however, you know, it depends on who's ready and who wants it more. Yeah. And at the end of the day, yes, South Africa has hosted everything. But bottom line, at the end of the day, is if South Africa cannot always be the go-to uh, country. But it's not. It's not your call. To. It's not your call. The question <laughs> at the end of the day. No, no, no. I'm saying this is a message <laughs> to South Africa. Like, yeah. No, we can't know. Just uh, hey, we need to host something. Okay, we'll no. do it. Why? Why I support it is if they do their numbers and it makes economic sense to them. Yeah. I mean, take advantage of it because you know it is. It is not just necessarily about. Bafana Bafana winning it or not. It's the fact that this brings people. And you know, African yeah. fans, we saw with Afcon in 2013, a lot of African fans traveled here. Yeah. You know, so. So, you know, climate wise, it's a fantastic place fantastic for, for yeah, African, exactly. you know, fans to come to. Yeah. Uh, but here's one thing uh, this will be the first time that it's hosted in winter in South Africa. So, yes, if yes. they were here for the World Cup, they will remember that. But, they, in South but, Africa, but they still came. They came. I know, that's true. They did come. I remember, I remember the one game, the, the, the one game, um, World Cup 2010, South Africa, Uruguay, like Loftus. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was, was cold. it cold? It was, cold. I, I can't remember it was ridiculous. Man, it was freezing. <laughs> so good luck to those fans who will come to South Africa. Should it go through? It seems like it is. It's, it's in the process now, being confirmed um, that South Africa will be hosting Afcon 2019. What will be nice is is if South Africa do actually qualify outright anyway. Uh, we, we've seen Cameroon, uh, they, they they sort of, I think they did qualify, even though they're not going to be hosting anymore. Um, I'm just hoping that South Africa don't go then into... I think, I think they have... They have into um, the Libya game. They, they still have, they, it's still in, the, in their hands yeah. to go to Libya with, yeah. with the right attitude. Um, they can get a result there. I mean, look, Libya has been very good in recent times, but mm. um, Bafana haven't considered... Um, just one goal. Until this game against yeah. Nigeria, so yeah. I, I think that they, they if they can keep that that it tight, yeah. what do they need to qualify? One point. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, but all I did say, let's not let's not give them yeah, don't, any don't ideas. Give them, <laughs> don't give them that little bit of incentive to say, guys, you don't have to go back. The moment that's why even the hosting thing. If you say to them, guys, we'll automatically qualify if you host it. So get that out of their heads right the now. The decision can be made, but don't tell Bafana. No. Until after the game, <laughs> you'll you'll have to go and and put plugs into your <laughs> but you can't even do that because they're always on social media, all of them. <laughs> and on the beach, uh, yeah. Let's 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 not let's stop let's stop making fun of Bafana and stop making fun of Bafana. I love talk, Bafana. I love Bafana. And talk about the upcoming Telkom knockout final within South African football and uh, Pirates up against Baroka once again. Pirates back in. Uh, African football, which again, I think a lot of us agree that is where we think they belong. And I think we start maybe to see 
that it's going to take a toll on 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 pirates this this whole schedule that they are going to have before the end of the year as well uh, they they were held by Maritzburg United in an exciting game of football uh, to brilliant. a goalless draw a very very, very, brilliant good, game. very good goal. I mean at the point very, I was watching, I was watching that game and I was asking myself is this a PSL game or, or, or an European uh, yeah. game at the point I had to walk close to the TV yeah. to see that is, I wasn't watching it bigger. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, it was a highly technical yeah. game and, really, and, really, and really tactical. And I, and I must yeah. say, you know, credit to, to, to both teams. And, mm. I, and I think Marisburg um, did well too. I, I remember I was, I was, I was working um, at the Orlando Stadium on Wednesday for the, for the uh, CAF game. Cup. And uh, Fadlu was there. He was sitting there uh, having a look. And I'm not surprised that he, 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 put, he put out a team that could match Orlando Pirates. And it takes me to the, the, to the final. And we touched on this uh, in saying that... Baroka, the way they play, is very similar to how Marisburg United play, which means if everything goes according to plan, Ola, we should have a fantastic TKO final. You know, one thing I, I must say I enjoy about Baroka, the way they play, is that they actually come at you. Yeah. It's not one of those teams that park the bus no. that are thinking of no, they've got They no will parking. actually give yeah. you a game. Whether yeah. they win or lose, they will actually give you a game. So, you know, I, I'll be hard-pressed if this game uh, doesn't go to extra time without a couple of goals on yeah. either side. So, you know, we could have an outright winner or we could have those games that go into extra time as 2-2. Two, two two. But, yeah. you know, in saying that, you know, I think one thing with Pirates having seen uh, how they did um, in the Continental game is that, you know, it seems like, they, you know, Mitro always has a, pl- a different plan for a different team. Mm-hmm. Like, he put out a different lineup um, midweek on Wednesday yeah. and, uh, you know, th- there was a different plan plan so i think what he will do is when come by Roca, he'll have a different plan mm. he, we might have you know see a, you know, a different mix of players so i think what's going to happen for me as a as a pirates fan is that i think we're going to actually overwhelm uh Baroka in terms of our quality mm-hmm. because uh, you know that, that was the difference on wednesday was that eventually our quality came through and you know when you have you know a, a set number of national team players in, in your team eventually you're going to have to ask questions of those guys those guys are going to have to stand up mm-hmm. and it's something that i saw with the sundowns over the weekend yeah. uh, in, in the 20 derby was that you know what the bigger players at some point had to you know stand up and count yeah so in, in games of this magnitude this is where the big teams they make the big signings those players stand up and you know without being too biased i think that's what's going to sort of overshadow with Baroka, you know, uh, in the final with Pirates, <laughs> you know, taking 2-0. Respect us, Paula, respect us, this, without being too biased. Uh, Emika, 2-0, he says, but we, we've just literally, 10 seconds ago, Paula touched on, it's going to be an open game. So you are saying that Baroka are not going to pierce Pirates' defense. No. That's, that's what he's saying. I, I think that game will, will, will end in a score draw. If we go to extra time and yeah. possibly penalties. That's 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 literally where I'm I'm sitting as well. I I, I don't see I don't listen. I'm not saying Pirates are not going to win. They've got the ability to win. Let's 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 you know agree on that. But I think the way that Marocco play, having also seen how Marisburg United did against, and a Pirates fan mentioned this to me. He said that the the difference between you know the way that Chiefs played against Pirates and and, and how Marisburg United played against Pirates is that Chiefs decided to sit back and allow Pirates to to dictate the game. Whereas Maritzburg United came at Pirates and it, beca- it becomes it becomes a, a thing of okay yes you've probably got more quality than we do but we can still hurt you but and that's and that's Baroka th- that's the thing about Pirates this season I don't know if you guys have noticed you've been paying attention to all these other useless teams you follow is that <laughs> you know with Pirates that's what makes them good this year is that they actually are better when you come at them 
when you put a game on the line, mm. that's when pirates become better. Because I remember even uh, against Supersport earlier this year, right? Supersport were firing in all cylinders. I think they were undefeated by the time we mm. played them. And, you know, Mitro sort of put the guys on the front it foot. First time so, in a long while. It was the first time that, in a long while. That you managed right? to survive Supersport. But when Pirates decided, guys, we also have players here. Let's, you know, put ourselves on the front foot. Mm. And if you look at Pirates' games this season, where they've actually played well, and the big victories that they've scored against, or the big results, right? It's when teams have come at them. Mm. Just like with the, I think it was the, the Bulukwana City game earlier in the year, where, you know, Pirates sat back a bit, but then the moment they, you know, came forward mm. and they started attacking, Pirates made a game of it because they, they actually have the players to match a play, um, you know, any team in this country when, it, when, when it's ability, goal scoring and so forth. So that's why I think, you know, if Barocco do play, you know, how they traditionally play, Pirates actually thrive on that and they actually say, okay, you've got that, we'll double you up on yeah. that. Hence on, uh, on midweek, you know, they went a goal down and they decided, you know what, guys, let's up the ante, let's show these guys what we have and they started playing and before you know it, you know, Pirates, you know, ended up threatening that team. Okay, so Kola's going with Pirates win. In Utah? Juno. Um, I think Pirates will win, but it, it, it'll, be, it'll be down down the wire yeah. uh, before they get that win. So not as easy as a 2-0? No, it won't be. Okay. All right. Uh, well, there were two goals, or three goals, rather, scored in the 20 derby that Ola did uh, just touch on as well. And, uh, you know, I was the first to admit that when Sundowns play like that, Mika, when, when they play on the front foot like that, it's still very hard to see any team, including an informal Orlando Pirates, stopping them. Yeah, I think we saw a bit of the, the Sundowns that, we, yeah. that we've known in the last couple of, yeah. of, of seasons, particularly, you know, since that run in Africa. I think that, you know, they brought a bit of it in, into this game and it shows that uh, maybe, if not for the fact that there will be a break um, during the, the festive season, mm. uh, if they could take that form, then, then, then they probably would be in a position to challenge uh, once again for the title. But mm. they showed real, real stuff in that game. Uh, to, 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 to to win the way they, they did uh, yeah. was quite, quite impressive and I mean Coach Pito has, has, has for a couple of months now in fact since the season started you know he's spoken about this is a team in transition it's, it's, he's got new players he's lost some some real quality he's trying to integrate the new players and it's it's taken a while but sometimes, I mean, always, sometimes always has new players I don't know what, <laughs> what he's talking about but look, if, 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 they sign if, up if everybody seasons, everybody who's available they sign them <laughs> if and, and who, seasons, did, who did they lose Really. If in two seasons you lose well, they Dao, you lose, you lose I, I Billiard, agree, you I lose, agree, but they had you lose had, Keegan, Keegan who, Dolly who the did, season who before. Who did they get? No, no, I, it, it, true, true. They still got quality, but obviously still need Lebo to boys, get boys, the, get right? the quality in. And speaking of Lebo, he's he's been under a, a bit of pressure as well because you know coming in from Maritzburg United, a lot was expected of him. It's taken some time. He's only scored his third league goal now. It's taken some time, and he's he started regularly enough you know for for a lot of people to be asking questions but that type of that type of goal that he scored will give him plenty of confidence he's a Bafana regular as well yeah and you know the one thing about sundowns i always have to pinch myself and just you know look at the log a couple of games in hand and they are undefeated right they haven't lost a game so you know as much as we're still saying sundowns are not the old sundowns you know they're still playing with house money they were games in hand 
they haven't lost the game, so they still have time to figure this out and gel their players in. And I mean, Brock, he also scored uh, midweek. Mm, um, fantastic goal. Fantastic goal. Yeah. You know, maybe that will boost him as well because uh, he's been short of confidence, mm. uh, you know, for a while now. So that will probably boost him. And I think Pizzo, you know, he's been he's been in the situation for quite a while now yeah. with Sundowns where, you know, he's had to juggle continental football and league placings and trophies and so forth. So for him, it's clockwork. I think what he'll need to do now is just manage the minutes of maybe the senior players. Mm. Maybe he won't have to play, you know, the likes of Shampo Kekana, uh, you know, the whole game in certain yeah. games. He might have to change and alter um, formation and so forth. So Another really, really fantastic uh, plus for them, I, I, I imagine, is the return of Rivaldo Kutsia. Yes, you know, I've been asking myself, when is this guy going to come back? Mm. Because, I mean, this guy is, um, he's supposed to be the future. He's, yeah. He's our, <laughs> if was, I was Bafana like centre-back. I'm, 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 surprised, I'm surprised how much he's gone down the picking order for Bafana because mm. there was a point uh, where he just kind of yeah. stepped into that role like, like he's been there for, yeah. uh, forever. Yeah, well, I mean, look, his career-threatening injury, hopefully, is a thing of the past now, and he can get some minutes and maybe return to the Bafana fold uh, ahead of that big clash over in March. And uh, what we are going to do now is take just a small break and come back and have a look at European football where the likes of Divok Origi starred. We'll be back after this. Long league the king. <laughs> Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football tribalists. To contribute to the show, Pose a topic of debate or just complain about your favorite team. Send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag pitch invasion. Remember to also follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded.